Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great to have you on board. If you don't like Matt, today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, whether it is leak detection, water line repair, plumbing repair, bathroom plumbing, New Works Plumbing has a fix for you. And all you need to do is go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. They are a full-service plumbing solution. No matter how small or how large your plumbing problem New Works has a fix for you. Once again, that is newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. Are our athletes kind of moving towards being woke as it relates to what they're hearing in the stands? The latest incident came on Sunday with Kyrie Irving flipping off the fans. But this is nothing new. This has been going on for many, many, many years. Actually, if you go back to the early 1900s, you can find examples of athletes saying enough is enough. How about Ty Cobb? Back in, I think, 1918, assaulted a handicapped fan who was heckling the outfielder. Cobb was ejected, indefinitely suspended, and at first was fined $50, and then thanks to a strike from his teammates who actually did not like Ty Cobb, in which they fielded a team of college and Sandlot players in the next game, Ty Cobb's suspension was lifted back in the early 1900s. How about Mad Max? You remember Vernon Maxwell? Maxwell had a fan make a comment about his wife, okay, involving a miscarriage that Vernon's wife had, and Maxwell went after the guy knocked him out, broke the fan's jaw, and then ended up being suspended for 10 games and was fined $20,000. You have the malice at the palace, Ron Artest, right? Getting a cup of water thrown on him, and then all hell broke loose with Jermaine O'Neal, and of course it was an ugly, ugly incident, the malice at the palace in Auburn Hills, Michigan. And now we get back to Kyrie Irving on Sunday. Of course, if you were watching the game, you might even have been able to hear the Kyrie sucks chance going on throughout the contest. Of course, Kyrie Irving played for two years in Boston. I'm going to get into the history in just a little bit. 
But uh, he gave the bird to the fans. And then after the game, Kyrie Irving had to say a lot about what happened. All right. He was very open about exactly what had transpired. Irving said when people start yelling pussy and bitch and fuck you and all this stuff, there's only so much you can take as a competitor. We're the ones expected to be docile and be humble and take a humble approach. Nah, fuck that. It's the playoffs. Of course, there's a lot of history with Irving and the Boston Celtics, two years there. And, you know, the first year started out real well. They were 40-19 and going into the break. They were second place in the East. And then Irving hurt his knee, had to have surgery. They thought it would be back for the playoffs, but he was eventually ruled out for the season. And Boston lost to their former team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, in seven games. Where was Kyrie in game seven? He wasn't even with the team, all right? Then, after the pandemic allowed fans to get back into arenas, when the Celtics and Nets met in the first round of last year's playoff, before game one, Irving had this to say. Hopefully, we can just keep it strictly basketball. There's no belligerence or racism going on, subtle racism, and people yelling shit from the crowd. Even if it is, it's part of the nature of the game, We're just going to focus on what we control. When the series began, if you remember, a Boston fan threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. He was kicked out of the game. He was arrested. Irving also created a stir, created a lot of controversy, got the fans all riled up by stomping on the Celtics logo at half court. So Kyrie Irving says that his double bird to the Boston fans was courtesy of him keeping, quote, the same energy that the hecklers brought to him during game one. Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley inside the NBA on TNT during halftime of the Bucks-Bulls game said this. Shaq was quoted as saying, I don't really want to hear all that. Certain cities, they don't care what you say at the press conference. You know what's going to happen in game two? They're going to be talking more smack up there in Boston. It happens to the best of us. Charles Barkley then chimed in and said, please stop it, you athletes of today, whining. Shaq added, man up. But Kyrie had a lot more to say after game one. Quote, I know what to expect in here, and it's the same energy I'm giving back to them. It is what it is. I'm not really focused on, it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I got to be honest, it doesn't seem to me that Kyrie's having fun with the fans. He went on and said this, where I'm from, I've dealt with so much, so coming here, you relish it as a competitor. This isn't my first time at TD Garden, so what you guys saw, what you guys think is entertainment, or the fans think is entertainment, all is fair in competition. So if somebody's going to call me out on my name, I'm going to look at them straight in the eye and see if they really bout it. Most of the time, they're not. All right? Quote, This is the first time you actually caught it, meaning his double bird, because this is a big-time game. I responded different ways. I'm not trying to focus on that. If you want to ask me questions about the fans, go ask them. Go on the street and ask them questions. I don't really understand Kyrie a lot of times. I really don't, because he said he's not focused on the history with his former team, quote, don't care at this point. I'm on the Brooklyn Nets. 
I'm happy to be with my teammates and competing out there. So what is it? What is the truth when it comes to Kyrie Irving? And what is acceptable and what isn't from the fans? Where do you draw the line when it comes to the fans talking to the players? I've given recent examples of, in my opinion, players being overly sensitive. Call it being woke because they have so much power now. Power does factor into this a lot. Players have been granted so much power, they feel that they can do anything they want as it relates to the fans. I mean, Russell Westbrook got bent out of shape because the fans were chanting West Brick, West Brick, and that bothered him. Why, why would that bother an athlete? You had Kevin Durant get into it a couple of weeks ago with a fan at his own arena in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center when a fan said, you got to take over the game, Kevin. And what did KD tell the fans? You got to shut the fuck up and sit down. I mean, what's wrong with our athletes and the sensitivity, the over-sensitivity? I mean, what is wrong with the fans saying, you got to take the game over, Kevin? Why would that draw that type of response? Naomi Osaka, playing in Southern California, down in the desert, got upset when a fan yelled out, you suck, Naomi, to a point where after the match, she was in tears. I mean, are are our athletes so thin-skinned, so overly sensitive, or is it just about the changing of our society and becoming woke and sing, I mean, everywhere, right? Woke this, woke that. Athletes now have so much power. They can just simply go to a security guy and say, I need that fan removed because they told me I suck or what have you. What are the rules Where do you draw the line when it comes to fans, their behavior, and what is permissible and what is not from an athlete? I think it's pretty apparent that athletes don't give a damn when they're fined $25,000 for cursing at a fan because $25,000 to a Kyrie Irving or a Russell Westbrook or a Kevin Durant, or I can go on and on, is the proverbial drop in the bucket. doesn't affect them. It's not a deterrent. Right? Why would Kevin Durant care if he's fined fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars for telling a fan, shut the fuck up and sit down? Why would that bother him? He's gonna get fined? Big deal. He doesn't care. I mean, look at his annual salary with everything. You think he gives a damn that he's fined twenty or twenty-five thousand dollars? So it goes both ways. Fans do cross the line sometimes. There is no question about that. Many other times they don't cross the line, and our fans are getting or excuse me, our players are overly sensitive. They have a degree of power and the deterrent is not big enough for them to stop. Back in 2019, the NBA changed its code of conduct for fans, making it more stringent, all right? Especially those in the close proximity to the players, the premium seats, all right? Here was a quote from Jerome Pickett, the NBA's executive vice president and chief security officer. Quote, we've added any sexist language or LGBTQ language, any denigrating language in that way, anything that is non-basketball related. Pickett added, so your mother's comments, talking about your family, talking about test scores, anything non-basketball related, we've added that in as well as being something that we will go and pull a fan out of the seat and investigate what happened. So the fan in Brooklyn that says, 
hey, you got to take the game over, Kevin. That's fine, right? Russell Westbrook being called Westbrook, that is fine, correct? Again, the league has gotten more stringent, more strict on what fans can't do, but what about the responsibility of the players? Michelle Roberts, the executive director of the NBA Players Association, back in 2019 said, quote, last season, I began to sense, even at the games I was attending, that there was a certain, I'll call it, absence of civility that permeated the games. I was seeing more bad-mouthing opposing teams that were simply not you suck, which every one of us will tolerate, but really nasty, nasty comments being directed at players. Roberts added, I try very hard not to have my default answer be it's racism. I really do because I don't think that necessarily advances the argument. If it's undoubtedly that, then I'm happy to say it. And it's not always racism either. Roberts had said she has received complaints from many white players about being the subject of, you know, unruly and nasty things from the fans. And it's not just the NBA, the NFL. I mean, we here in baseball, I mean, it was what, two years ago when the Yankees were playing the Houston Astros at Yankee Stadium and the manager of the Astros, A.J. Hinch, had talked to the umpires because he thought the crowd at Yankee Stadium had crossed the line. And in his words, it was becoming a dangerous situation. He was quoted, Hinch was, that there's no place for that. Both teams will agree. And it's really hard to stop fans from doing that. But it's also very dangerous. So where do we go from here? What's the real problem? And when is it crossing the line from a player's perspective? Did Kyrie Irving on Sunday cross the line by giving the finger to the fans of Boston? How much does he have to look in the mirror? What accountability does Kyrie Irving have for his past actions? I mean, after all, if Irving is going to make the comments that he did leading up to game one of the playoffs last year, when he goes out and stomps on the logo at midcourt, I mean, we saw what happened when Terrell Owens did that on the star in Dallas, and we can go on and on and talk about many other examples. Is it a two-way street? And where are we going to be five years from now or 10 years from now? Boy, I remember growing up and going to Yankee Stadium in the 60s and the 70s and all of the venues in New York. And some of the things that I heard from the crowd were absolutely unbelievable. And I'm not saying I condone that, but then you look at Leon the Barber. I've talked about that on this podcast, a fan that sat behind the visiting bench for the Pistons games. He was vile, vulgar. You can come up with any adjective you want. Of course, that was a long time ago. You look at the fan, Robin Fricker, who sat behind the visiting bench at the Washington Wizards games. He was an attorney, very clean mouth, never swore, uh, was agitating the players all the time on the visiting teams. That seemed to be acceptable until the players started to complain about it. Again, where do we draw the line It's much worse, obviously, in basketball because the fans are right on top of the action. I mean, we don't hear about this in the National Hockey League because of the barrier with the plexiglass between the crowd and the ice. We don't hear it that much in the National Football League, although if you remember Lincoln Kennedy when he was playing with the Raiders, got hit by snowballs from fans in Denver and went up into the stands. But in terms of language being directed from the crowd to the players, In football, in the National Football League, we don't really hear that much about it. It seems to be mostly in basketball with the fans being on top of the action. Again, the NBA has gotten stricter. They've gotten more stringent with their codes for fans. 
But what about the players? When are we going to come down on the players? Why is it okay for Kevin Durant to make that comment towards the fan in Brooklyn? Why is it okay for Russell or Russell Westbrook to get bent out of shape because fans are chanting West Brick, West Brick? Why do we accept Naomi Osaka, who can't handle a fan saying, you suck, Naomi? And then she goes and talks about mental health, and we can go down that road on another podcast. Again, this is a very delicate issue, and the trend is certainly going one way and one way only. I kind of like Shaq and the folks on TNT and Charles Barkley about maybe the players are too sensitive. Maybe they need to just kind of take a step back, right? I mean, isn't that what Shaq and Kenny said? Or excuse me, Shaq and Charles with their comments on Sunday night on TNT? I'm kind of in that line. Again, I'm not for fans throwing things. I think the personal comments are off base. But some of the other comments that we hear on a nightly basis from fans that are getting players completely up in arms, I think they're going a little bit too far. Racist comments, absolutely uncalled for, should be banned from the venue from ever. All right? Comments about someone's sexuality, same thing. Don't need comments about players, wives, and family members. Again, those need to be off limits. But a lot of the other things that are being said from the crowd, I don't have a problem with. I really don't. And I don't understand why players are having such a problem with it. Again, is it about being woke? Is that where we're going? Is it about the players having too much power and they don't want to deal with it anymore? And so they're going to have a fan ejected. They're going to come out and talk about it after the game. They're going to whine. They're going to complain. It seems to me that that's the trend that we are heading towards, that it is becoming more and more and more acceptable for the athletes now, like Kyrie Irving, to not only give the finger, but come out and talk about it for five minutes after what we saw in game one in Boston. Welcome to professional sports. Welcome to interaction between fans and players in 2022. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get to our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question right here on my podcast. Rob wants to know, should the MLB ban a fourth outfielder? Yeah, they should. What the hell is going on in baseball? Seriously, I hate it. And I know those are going to say, well, learn how to bunt, learn how to put the ball in play. No, you know what? A fourth outfielder, the game is already hard enough to watch as it is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yes, they should ban a fourth outfielder, Rob. I hate it. I don't like it. I think it is bad for the game. Aaron asks, what do you think the NBA should find players... So it's more of a penalty than 50 to 100 grand. Well, it's not even 100 grand anymore. But, you know, I talked about this on my podcast. I don't know, Aaron, what the answer is. Because the amount of money that professional athletes in the NBA, since we're talking about that, make a $25,000, dollar fine is not a deterrent. But you can't fine a player $100,000 for a comment into the stands because of the collective bargaining agreement and precedent and everything else. So I don't know where we go from here, Aaron. I really don't. Alex asks, are there too many rounds in the NFL draft? No, I don't think so. I think there are a lot of players that are taken late in the draft that end up being really good players uh, in the National Football League. So no, I don't. Derek said, should Kyrie be fined for how he acted in game one? Yes, and he will be. I, As I'm recording this podcast, there has been no indication yet from the league but I think he will be yes Cameron wants to know are you surprised how the T-Wolves are playing well first of all if you're referring to winning game one in Memphis I was a little surprised not shocked I will be shocked with a capital of S if they end up winning game two in Memphis I still think Memphis is a very good team but the T-Wolves are an up-and-coming team Edwards looks like a freaking star you know they have a lot of good players on that team they're very well coached Let's not get ahead of ourselves as I'm recording this. It's only one game in the NBA playoffs. It's time for Rant. Today's rant is brought to you by the Home Theater Company. Audio, video, and home theater needs. Just check out hometheatercompany.com. How refreshing is it in this day and age to have an athlete, to have a true professional like a Steph Curry? How many athletes can you name that would have no problem coming off the bench the way Steph Curry has in the last two games, including 34 points last night, to have his team up to love heading back to Denver for game three? Think about it. One of the game's very best players, truly, one of the best players of his generation, Curry, having no ego, no issues, no me, 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 I'll do what's best for the team. How damn refreshing is that? Hats off to Steph Curry. And I would love it if I had a young son or a daughter who idolized Steph, who wanted their jersey. I mean, what a great role model. What a great person. Seriously, think about Curry. Think about his career. Think about what he does on the court. Think about what he does off the court. And how about leadership? How about professionalism? Coming off the bench in a playoff game, not once, but two games in a row and having no problem with it. And again, look at last night. Doesn't start. The Warriors blow out the Denver Nuggets in the second half, right? I mean, they had a hell of a game plan. Draymond Green once again doing what he does best. Clay Thompson starting to look like Clay. 
but it starts with Curry and his unselfishness. No ego, no me, me, me. I'll do what's best for the team. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love that. Unfortunately, it's too few and far between. That's the problem. Too few and far between. Curry, you're awesome. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. Hope you have a great day. As always, thank you so much for checking me out right here. If you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.